That was literally verbal diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no, no. You are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker What's up, Jobbers? It's the latest edition of the Jobberknocker podcast. As always, it's Nestlemania alongside for the ride. is not JC because he's a, a bachelor at a bachelor party. He's not the bachelor. But anyway, I've got a suitable replacement. My friend, my dear friend, I'm very excited. A man that prefers Crown Royale instead of Crown Jewel, Dommy Feds. Dommy, I'm excited to have you on the shelf, bud. I'm excited to be here. What's going on, Nestle? How are you? I'm great. Uh, we had a, we had an iffy night on Monday Night Raw. We had a good time on Crown Jewel. Uh, SmackDown was a thing. Uh, so I think we should probably start at the positivity train here. Uh, we'll start with Crown Jewel. Okay. Uh, I'm curious. Okay. We'll start off. We'll start off with Brock, and and Lashley. Yeah. Two big hosses going six minutes. Very quick. Uh, you saw the mm-hmm. knee thing happen early in the stairs, and it was a great sell job. But then the ending was a little – they did the Bret Hart turnbuckle flip spot, which I get because I'm a big Bret Hart guy. But tough, tough to do with two bigs. I think, I think in theory on paper they drew it up and they thought, wow, this is a good idea. And then they didn't realize that two muscle-bound idiots like this, Lashley shoulders couldn't be down, right? So I, uh, it's weird. It's like right. Lashley won but didn't win, which I get. How it wasn't a pretty looking victory for Lashley. Uh, it wasn't a pretty looking victory for Brock. And to, the way they started the match was Brock was like pandering to the crowd more so than usual. And that's how he got attacked. I don't know if you picked up on that, but uh, that needs to stop. So I don't know if that's going to be the start of like, okay, you know, fun Brock going away. But Lashley attacking him because he was like pandering to the crowd and shit and then just going on the attack was what kind of drew me into the match to begin with. And then Lashley just destroys him, but then Brock gets the win. So it's like, I don't know. I I, I didn't love really how this match ended at all. It does leave a lot to be desired. I did like the way I did like the way it began. No, I I did. It it, it definitely has a lot to be desired. Like you're sitting there going, oh, this should work. It doesn't. And now you're kind of like, on Monday, Bobby was like this unstoppable force. So it almost feels a little weird to me that it didn't end up going Bobby's way. But I get we're probably headed to a third match. But are you interested in the third match at this point? Right. Not really. Really? Okay. No, I mean, I think Bobby, after, yeah, I mean, I mean, we've seen it already. And like, how much more can they do? Like, Bobby Lashley is now, especially after, I know we can't jump ahead too much, but especially after his last night on his showing, on raw like that's it for me like he came in he beat down brock people aren't really going to remember that brock won the match because we don't visualize him winning the match at the end so they did a great job with that even though it was sloppy as shit and then bobby destroys fucking everything last night that's that's a fair separate point. the separate the two of them 
fix Brock Lesnar because now he has to go back to being the beast. And I also have something on that for like later in the show for one of the, you know, the things we do. That's what we call a tease in the biz. So like, I mean, I kind of just gave it away, but yeah. So, you know, fix Brock Lesnar now, like fix Brock Lesnar. Bobby Lashley is where exactly where you want him. I think like I've never been more interested in Bobby Lashley than right now. So keep that train moving and keep it away from Brock Lesnar. Go have Brock fix himself and then work with somebody else. Okay. That's, but honestly, that's I think my, that's, we're at a point now, I believe, that like we don't have a lot more people for Brock Lesnar to realistically work with, it seems like. He's kind of right. gone through the whole gambit of people. Unless they get some new bigs in there, it's not going to happen. I mean, it, it seems really odd to me that Bobby Lashley is still looking strong after losing, like a kind of an iffy finish, we get it. But what was the point of Brock winning? Just so we could have a third match at the Royal Rumble, probably? I, you know, it, it hurts my feelings a little bit. That and I think beating Brock Lesnar, like that used to be something big. And now the fact that it's happened more often than not, especially on this whole like looks like we may have lost him there. So I'm gonna pick up where he is. Anyway, uh, yeah, I tend to agree with you, Dom. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be real tough going forward, but uh let's move on to something on Crown Jewel here. I'm gonna go over to you know, the next thing which I thought was pretty interesting was Bliss's promo here. Bliss had a really interesting promo in the background. They had, you know, they had the Bray Wyatt logo while she was trying to do something. So it's it's tough. It's really, really tough because she's sitting there and she's thinking about it and she's talking and then she sees it and she gets flustered and she says, uh, um, and then continues on. And then, of course, on Monday, we see something as well in the background while they're doing their entrances. So we're definitely interested in seeing what's going on. Um, but it's... It's tough, folks. I mean, it's it's tough out there because what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? And, you know, they have this match out there, which I thought was very odd, where, you know, Nikki Cross attacks the women. And, of course, we're setting up for something bigger, obviously, for, for obvious reasons for war games. But now I'm looking at it like, hey, what what are we going to do next? What, what are we going to do next? And it's, it's hard because now, like, they won on last Monday to win the tag titles. Now they're going over somewhere where they went to Saudi Arabia to lose them again in only a week. It's bizarre. I don't know exactly what we're going on to, but it is it is tough. It's very, very tough, and I don't know exactly where to go with it. I mean, I'm interested to see what happens with Bliss and Wyatt, I guess. But at that point, what exactly can you do? You know, it, it's difficult. Um, but, you know, moving on. I'm going to move on because Dami's trying to get his internet figured out here. But the one thing I will say is moving on to a cage match, which had Cross and the McIntyre, as we call him, the Mac. Um, But it is, it's tough. It's really, really tough to enjoy. It's tough to to enjoy a steel cage match. Uh, But McIntyre won, right? And McIntyre did a great job in this matchup. And he did a great job, uh, you know, which I thought was... It was a better match than I thought it was, folks. Uh, but it, it's, you know, it's difficult um, to get interested in a steel cage match. And especially the ending was difficult, right? They had Scarlett come out there, and they had Scarlett do the whole mace thing. And it was just tough. It was very, 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 very tough. And I don't know exactly what to say because it was, it was better than expected. But the mace thing was odd. And then somehow, some way, even though the mace happened last time, that, you know, it didn't affect him this much. He could climb and escape, which, again, do a, does a baby face escaping a cage, does that make you interested? Does that make you happy? I don't know. 
I seriously don't know. But I, like I said, I can't really enjoy a cage match, and I'm really hoping that cage separates both of these men now, you know, like that we can have Cross go on to something else, we can have McIntyre go on to something else, but it's difficult. It's absolutely difficult um, to do, but it's it's t- it's tough because all you need to do is is for it to to kind of start over, and I, I think that's what we need here. We need we need something different. Uh, moving on to what I think is probably something that I didn't I- expect to enjoy, which is a decent match. It was a six man tag. I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but the OC versus you know the Judgment Day, something I didn't expect. Uh, for anybody to enjoy, um, but if you if you look at it from here, it's really something special, I think, because Rhea Ripley's been on such a tear, um, and it, it's hard um, it's hard for many different reasons, and it's just not easy because Rhea Ripley's such a force, right? So you can't expect somebody to really enjoy it. You can't really enjoy it, um, but. It's tough. It's really, really tough. But you know, we get into we'll get into other things. You know, um, we'll get into other things down there. Um, hold on one second, folks. I'm trying to trying to make everything work here. There we go. Sorry. Um, so moving on. Ed, what was the next thing? The crowd loved it. Oh, Strowman versus Omos. Now, folks, look. I am just not. I did not expect Strowman versus Omos to be anything good. I didn't. I didn't understand it. I didn't like it in, in on paper. I thought this was going to be very clunky, and it was to a certain extent. But God damn it, does Saudi Arabia love Braun Strowman? They just absolutely love Braun Strowman. And he showed out, and he showed out real well. And I, I just couldn't believe how good Braun Strowman looked. I thought Omos did great, but the one thing I thought was really bizarre here, folks, um, is just it's hard because it's difficult to enjoy a big versus big match because, you know, it's it's not it's not going the way you think because they both have to kind of sell, which is something that was foreign. To, it looked like it was a little bit foreign to both of them a little bit, but I thought they did a great job. But Braun Strowman does have a lot of years of excellence or years of experience anyway, being the big guy. Uh, but it's tough. It's really, really, really tough. Yeah, you know, it's it's not easy um, going forward, but it's, it is what it is, you know, and uh, the crowd won... Overall, that's all that matters. Moving on, uh, Belair and Bailey. I thought this was a great fucking match. I thought I could not enjoy this match any more than I already did, and it was phenomenal. I enjoyed the golf cart. I thought the golf cart was wonderful. I thought just everything that was involved, the KOD on the chair, the ending, which I thought was super ingenious, folks, super ingenious with the way they ended Belair versus Bailey, with having her underneath the turnbuckle wedged with, with the the latter was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic, and I just couldn't believe it. I could not believe how good this was. You know, and and I think a lot of it goes to both of them because we've been kind of fatigued by diamond. You know, di- uh, excuse me. I was going to say diamond mine, damage control. But it is not. It is not something that is going to work out. But you know, it it's it's okay. Of course, Belair continues to win. Super Cena. Uh, but there's nothing we can do about that. She's doing a great job, so why would why would you want to fix this? But yeah, um, say hey, Salzer's in here. Haven't watched Raw yet. No spoilers. Then why are you on this right now? Why aren't you watching Raw? You Joker. Honest to God. Uh, but it, it it's tough. You know, it it it's it. This whole Saudi Arabia thing is tough because it's 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 a lot of fun. They have good matches, 
Some great matches, some not so great matches. Something else that happened on this was a Bray Wyatt promo. And when I lost interest in this was that Bray Wyatt flew across the world to cut a promo. And it is difficult for me to look at something and enjoy it. Like, I really enjoy Bray Wyatt, but he flew across the world to cut a promo. And honestly, here's here's the thing I want other people to know. It's, it's hard. It's really, really hard for Bray Wyatt to be somewhere. Like, I'm looking at this going, is Bray Wyatt interested in doing this? Are we interested in him? Because it feels like he went to Saudi Arabia for a match or something monumental that happened to his character, and we kind of got a promo, at least in my eyes, we got a promo that didn't really mean anything. We, we had him say, I'm part of a wrestling family. I want to be you know known for that. But let's be honest, folks. He had to be greater than great, like he said. But how do you feel about it, right? Like, how, how are you looking at it, thinking to yourself, you know, oh, okay, Uncle Howdy interrupted me again. Like, let's not pretend we're somebody that we're not, and let's go. But when I'm watching this, I, I was hoping for something more. Maybe Uncle Howdy in the ring attacking him. Maybe something else from the Firefly Funhouse coming to life. Something. It's big. It's Saudi Arabia. Him having a promo, to me, didn't do anything for me. It just felt like it was a waste or just repetition. A lot of repetition. And it's hard. It's very, very, very hard. Um, but, you know, you just, you kind of get into it and you think, eh, it is what it is. Moving on, the Usos defending their tag team titles against, that's right, the Brawling Brutes. In a match that I thought was freaking fantastic. There were sloppy parts, of course. Uh, it got a little out of hand. But the crowd is what I watch. The crowd is what I watch a lot of times. And it's difficult not to enjoy it because the crowd's into it. It just makes it better. And man, the Usos at the end there with the 1D off the second rope did such a fantastic job. I thought there were a lot of great moments in here. And everybody seemed to enjoy it. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. And it, you get reminded every once in a while. Like, the Brutes are actually a pretty good tag team. I didn't expect them to be that good. The Usos have been on another level for a very long time. We're, we're getting into that tag team title reign record, uh, as we will talk about later. But it is difficult... A lot of times to enjoy something like a tag match, especially if we, we felt like we've seen the Brawling Brutes against the Usos before. So, you know, but they they delivered. They over-delivered, I thought, and they did a fantastic job, a tremendous job. And I'm curious to see what happens because it looks like Jay may be injured with a wrist, but sometimes people work through injuries. But also, what exactly is going on with Jimmy Uso? It looked like on Monday he may have hurt himself too. So maybe somebody upstairs is saying, hey, you know, like, let's get these championship titles off of, of them. They've done, you know, yeoman's work. They'll get the record. I don't I don't see them losing on SmackDown. But it it's going to be a fun match on Friday. And now moving on to the main event. The main event, folks. Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. This was, to me, outstanding. Outstanding. I had expectations. Obviously, it was his third match. But you have to look at it like this, folks. It is so much fun. It is so much fun to enjoy something that shouldn't be happening. Like, Roman Reigns should have smashed Logan Paul. Like, and he did at the end. But it didn't really work uh, in some capacities. There are a lot of people out there believing. Yeah, and I agree with Salzer. It was a fantastic match, Adam. But here's the other thing, right? If it was a fantastic match, there are people out there that said it is difficult to believe that a world champion, such as Roman Reigns, who put away Brock Lesnar not once but twice, 
was having a tough time with a celebrity. Now, granted, he's not just any celebrity. He clearly is training. He clearly has some athletic ability. He's strong. He's over six feet tall. He has amazing athleticism. But it it, it was an interesting dichotomy for me when I was watching this because this is what was fascinating. Like, he's taking his 30 million followers, putting a, you know, a giant spotlight on Saudi Arabia and WWE and, most importantly, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. And it was a great match. I mean, he had a great showing. That viral moment will live on forever. And I think that's what separates Logan Paul from the rest of the pack. That that viral moment was great, you know, and it, it's it's wonderful. And so let's see what Salzer says here. He says, and Roman sold it beautifully. His look of shock at the end of the match was like to say, what the fuck? And, you're, you know, Adam, you make a great point because it's difficult. It's difficult in a lot of ways to enjoy a match like this because you're going to be sitting there thinking, oh, it's not, it's not good. It's not really that good. But... They did a great job because this is this kid's third match. It wasn't like he did like a five-minute TV match or a 10-minute Raw or you know, or maybe a 10-minute pay-per-view match. He's been having longer matches. And you have to know a lot of repertoire to, for offense and defense for selling. And the difference maker that I really enjoyed about Logan Paul here is he knows what to do in between the moves. And that's what a lot of people miss. That's what a lot of people don't do in order to connect it to get a bigger scale. This guy was making certain movements, certain facial expressions in and around the match that it just added a sense of, well, shit, is he, is he going to win? You know, and he, he knew exactly when to be desperate. He knew exactly when to flaunt. He did a great job. He even had his boys uh, get involved, which I thought was cool. Uh, and, and, you know, at least for me, if that was, if I was his friend, that'd be cool to get squashed by the Usos. That was pretty cool. Uh, let's see what Salzer says here. Uh, so Logan being able to fight back like that on top for a bit really did surprise him. No, look, I, and I tend to agree, and I, they, they did sell it really well with the one lucky punch, right? Like that's, uh, you know, it's it's tough. The one lucky punch thing, uh, you know, it's tough. And so the one thing I'm trying to understand here is where do we go from here now, right? Like they had Jake Paul come out, and then Solo came out, and Solo couldn't look bad. But the other thing is, you know, it's tough that, you know, like all I could think about was, man, Logan Paul, Jake Paul versus the Usos, and they beat them for the championships. That would send the world in a tizzy and a fire would be hysterical to me. And as JC would say, let the world burn. But it it's tough. It's tough because it's just not easy. It's just not that easy to get people talking and man, those, those Logan Paul, you know, Logan Paul and, and all his friends and his brother, they get people talking. They get people talking. So to me, I looked at Saudi Arabia as a plus. I enjoyed it from top to bottom. I thought it was great. It was so much fun. And I just couldn't agree more with people saying, you know, this was a great, this wasn't like an A plus plus effort, but it was fantastic. It was a great job through and through. I mean, obviously we can negate the, the Mac and, uh, you know, cross in the cage. But other than that, you know, so, so Salzer, you're saying you don't need to see Jake Paul again. I beg to differ. I beg to differ because I think, I think it was, it's a celebrity, right? Like you, you're going to get more eyeballs on it. So why not more eyeballs, right? I don't care. Maybe they don't have to win. I mean, most celebrities do, but why does it matter? Salzer also giving his review here saying, uh, some of the matches were snoozers for me, but it was passable. See, I think you're wrong about that. I think you're wrong because it's just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work 
at all. And I think you're wrong because there were some good matches in there. Yeah, Brock and Lashley had a wonky finish, but it was still pretty cool watching these hosses go at it. A lot of these things were great, I thought, personally. So I'm going to give Saudi Arabia a strong B+. I thought it was fun. Crown Jewel usually has the innate ability to be very polarizing for people. Like, either you love it or you hate it, right? So I say, obviously, they're doing a great job. They did a great job at the press conference, too. The press conference was great. I don't know. Glad I could be co-host with you. Do you want to co-host? I'll send you the link right now. If you want to co-host, here you go. I'll, I'll send it to you right now, pal. If you can do it. I don't know if this will work, but... I don't know if that'll work, but... Oh, well. Um, if anybody wants to come in, there you go. Uh, we're seeing if Dombey can come back in, but I, I think he's having some issues. Uh, moving on to parts of the shine. Uh, let's get into the regular part of the show. Uh, this is weird for me to be the kind of by myself. Uh, I'm hoping that he can't... Uh, anyway... Here's, here's the thing, folks. There wasn't a lot that was good this week on SmackDown and Raw, and I'm very, very hesitant to enjoy anything on Raw now based on what happened on Monday. But, uh, you know, we, we always show back up, right? We always show back up. When I'm looking through my notes right here for SmackDown, I'm going to start on SmackDown. I really did enjoy LA Knight making fun of the announcer and then, you know, Ricochet coming in, boom. And, of course, we have a lot going on here because it's kind of like a CD feud, but... It's so much fun. Like, I enjoy L.A. Knight. I think he's he's a great pompous a-hole. And then on top of that, Ricochet's a great babyface no matter what he does, but he's defending in the honor of his actual girlfriend who's a ring announcer, which I think, believable, realistic. And I think that's what the hallmark of a Triple H era is, folks, is flat out Triple H likes realism. He doesn't like the Gaga. Well, he likes Gaga. He doesn't like the nonsensical, you know, fantastic world of stuff. A lot of it is based in reality. And I think that's a good, good place to ground yourself because it's tough to think about things over and over again. But when it's realism, then you get that sense of uncomfortableness. And we always say uncomfortableness makes money. So I thought that that was great. Um, moving on down SmackDown, there wasn't a lot going on here, but it's fun to see like the Bray Wyatt, him talking to the, the to the, PA and freaking out on him, which again was the first crack at him doing something. That was good. Um, but, you know, it's difficult too that you kind of sit there and you think, okay, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, what are you going to do? Like he just keeps going on and on and showing cracks. No, I'm certain there are more, you know, intelligent people who are in charge of things than me, but it's hard. Like as a fan, you're kind of waiting some for something to happen, you know, and there's, there's a lot of anticipation here. And it's tough because I think we're in a very much a, instant gratification feeling when we, you know, whether we're on Twitter, whether we're watching at home, whatever the case is, we just want it now. So I'm sure the payoff will be there, but it feels like it's going to be light years away from some type of payoff. But okay. You're in, so here's Sal's just saying, I'm sincerely enjoying the Bray Wyatt segments, but yes, I don't know why he needed to go to Saudi Arabia. It's just tough because it's hard folks. Like you're you're looking at it from a perspective of, okay, Bray Wyatt's a name. Bray Wyatt's a big fucking deal, right? You need to have him everywhere, it seems. But we're not really doing anything yet. And I'm sure later on I'll look like a buffoon because I'm sure there will be trails of things and promos that will then eventually become something and I should have been paying attention all along. But it's hard to acknowledge that on my television in the moment. Like, okay, what else are you doing for me? So I want to see if Uncle Howdy's going to do something. Is it Bray Wyatt? We don't know. It could be Bo Dallas. We don't really know. But I'm starting to lose interest 
if there's no advancement. And I think that's a fair criticism. I think it is, personally. If there's not an advancement in something, then what are we doing? We're just stalling because we don't have anything better to do? I don't know. I, I just think I'm, I'm leaving it up to the fans. You guys tell me what you think because I, I'm curious what it is. I mean, it's, it's stagnant for me. Salzer, you say they could have just done a little blink with Alexa and left it there. I don't think the promo added anything at Crown Jewel. I, I 100% agree with you. I think there's nothing going on. I mean, I'm interested in the, the Alexa Bliss stuff. I don't know if they're going to be a, 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 you know, a team or if he's going to go after her or whatever. Um, but it's, it's, it's tough. Like, you want it to work out because you're such a big fan. But what else are we doing? Um, moving on, you know, I'm, I'm looking at stuff. The one thing I want to make sure we absolutely talk about here is the amazing, amazing job that Gunther and Rey Mysterio did uh, in the main event of SmackDown for the IC Championship. They made it feel so important, and I love that aspect of it because we're stuck with the Tribal Cup for the time being, it seems. So the IC Championship, United States Championship, are the ipso facto main titles, I guess. Um, but I really thought it was a lot of fun, and, and there were a couple of things that made me smile because Rey Mysterio always reminds me. Like, he's not my guy anymore. He was when I was a kid. I loved Rey Mysterio. Uh, but you always for, you always take for granted how good Rey Mysterio is. And I think that's the best part. Rey Mysterio did a great job in this matchup. And he did something I never saw, which was just the body slam and entangling his body around Gunther, right? Like, doing that, I thought, was such a fantastic thing. I've And I've seen a lot of wrestling. I've seen a lot of things go right and wrong. And I've seen it over and over and again. That I had never seen someone hook both their legs and their arms on somebody so they couldn't get body slammed. I thought that was such an ingenious, ingenious thing here. And I'm just, I'm curious to see what we go forward with because Gunther's going to be kind of on a tear, I think, for a very long time. But where does Rey Mysterio go now, right? What do you do with Rey Mysterio? Can you do something with him? I'm sure you can. Man sells tickets and, and masks. The kid love him. But what are you going to do next? It's difficult. Um, but yeah, I mean, the other thing that that uh, I thought we'll go over to Raw. We'll do some we'll do some shine in the Raw like Mandy Rose. But there's not a lot on Raw that I think is well interesting enough to say great job. I really, really, really enjoyed on Raw the new day starting the show with the Usos. I thought those four did a fantastic job. I'm gonna stop before it becomes something else. I'm gonna just talk about the promo. I thought it was a great promo about how the Usos were handed something to them and they continued their legacy versus the New Day who have had basically been nothing, started from nothing, and they said the gimmick of a preacher, right? And then they had to overcome with Bootios and all these other things and two out of the three were world champions. The other one was King of the Ring. That's very amazing that they made this three-man group last for so long. Now, granted, you could say they're better three-man groups. That's debatable. But the New Day's still around. The New Day's been the New Day throughout. They haven't stopped being the New Day. They've always been a team or they've always, you know, supported each other. They were never against each other. So I think they've done a fantastic job there. But I, I don't want to say what ruined it. We'll talk about that after the fact. Um, I will say this much. There were a lot of jobber alerts on this, this show. On, on Raw, it was very bizarre to me. I don't think it's bad. I like seeing JBL and Corbin talk. Uh, Cedric, I know this is going to hurt Jay-Z's feelings. Cedric, jobber alert, right? But again, we're just building up W's for, you know, rehabilitating Corbin. And I think 
JBL does a fantastic job rehabilitating him as well on commentary. And watching Corey Graves and, and JBL talk, that makes me laugh. I think that's great. I'm, I don't know what you guys think, but I think that's a match made in heaven, personally. Uh, but yeah, it's it's tough. Um, going back to what Salzer said here, because he's on delay, obviously. Great promo from those two when he's talking about the Usos, excuse me. Basically saying he handed Kofi Mania and obviously beat the streak on Friday. So look, I agree. I think I think what the Usos are doing, fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic. Uh, moving on to something else I wanted to say. Again, Otis and, uh, you know, Elias, Jobber Alert. I was surprised that Otis and uh, I just put the Jobber Alerts in here because I just love Jobber Alerts in general. Elias does what he does. Not much to talk about, but thank God Otis won because I think Otis needs to go back to just mauling people. I think having him do the worm for one week sort of hurt him. So he needed, a, he needed a cleansing of some sort. And then finally, Shelton uh, lost to A-Town Down. Uh, but, you know, we'll talk more about A-Town Down later. Um, the curiosity that I have, folks, going forward on Raw, is we had a promo between, you know, Seth Rollins at some point, and that got stopped and turned into the Judgment Day, which had Finn Balor in there, and that piqued my interest. Because Finn Balor... And Seth Rollins, we know there's a history there. He even said it. You know, you took gold away from me. I'm going to take gold away from you. Which I thought was a great line and wonderful. Just absolutely adored that idea. And then the OC came out and I went, oh, oh, is that going to be a, a triple threat match? You know, with AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Let's get Dommy back in here. He's back, folks. Wow. He's back. I Fuck this. I am rent, I am rent the studio time from now on, Adam. I apologize. No, fuck it's okay. This. Who the fuck is Adam? Anyway, what, what, I got I got all the way through Crown Jewel. What's going on? I got all the way through Crown oh, Jewel. Oh Jesus! All right. I had to stall. Yeah. Uh, and I'm already in my shine, so I've gone through a lot already. Um, but I will I will lay okay. out and let you talk about anything uh, uh, Crown Jewel that you would like to talk about or anything Logan in the shine. Paul. All right. So we got through Lashley. Yeah. Lashley. How, how much did you hear? Like, how much did you get for we that? We got we got a lot of Lashley. You're okay. Okay. Fine. Great. Yeah. Uh, Jake Paul. Paul. Uh, sorry. Logan Paul. Yes. Right, Paul Logan, what the fuck's name? Um, heartbroken that this kid has everything he did just in one jump, and now it's it's gone because of his knee injury, and that absolutely sucks. So, um, that this kid is going to do one wasn't going to do wonders for the WWE, and now I don't know what's going to happen. So I I tend to I tend to think, I, I tend to think I, when we did, we didn't bring up the injury, I was just kind of talking about the match itself. But I will say this much: I really did enjoy. The match, and I thought him, you know, ruining his MCL, ACL, and tore his meniscus, that's a tough thing to come from. It could be six weeks, six months. Oh, we man. don't know. But here's yeah. the thing that I would say. He's probably not going to be doing much anyway. Like, he's going to be showing up when he shows up. He's not going to be in there every month. So six Yeah, I guess that's now, what we're different. I thought he was going to – I felt like he was going to be more of a full-time guy. Not full-time when I say showing up every week, but he was going to be on a lot of pay-per-views, like at least the big ones. I thought he was going to be heavily involved. Yeah, well, you know, six, at least like for the major pay-per-views. Six months away is WrestleMania, so I don't think he'll miss that. I mean, the only one he'd really be missing would be Royal Rumble, but then what is he going to be doing that's at the Royal Rumble? So nothing. I mean, I, I would be nice for him to be back in Mania, but that's his whole knee. It's ACL, MCL, and torn meniscus. Yes, that's usually six to nine. Oh, okay. I thought it was six, but okay. I, maybe it is. I mean, with all three of them torn at the same time. Jesus Christ, yeah, that uh, feels like a lot. That he literally tore his knee up. So, yeah. I don't know. Other than that, Crown Jewel, uh, not much. Bailey, Bailey is awesome. Uh, the way she hit the back of her head on the table, they didn't replay it. Thank God. And getting through that match was incredible because it looked like I didn't rewatch the bump, but it looked like she smashed the back of her head off the edge of that table. And I thought the match was going to be over. And yeah. the fact that it continued was a little scary, but 
uh, good for her for getting through that. Right. Of course. Uh, so, so we've gotten, sorry, I've kind of train wrecked through the entire show now. That's my um, fault, man. I'm no, sorry. it's okay. Don't worry about it. It happens all the time. Uh, so basically what I was talking about was mm-hmm. we, were, we were getting, I was doing jobber alerts and stuff like that. Cause I always laugh at the jobber okay. alerts. I thought those were great. Um, the one thing I, I love want, them. It's my, it's one of my favorite things on Twitter. Go ahead. But it, it's, it's hard for me to, we were talking, I believe we were talking about the judgment day, uh, Sorry, it was Seth Rollins' promo, then Finn Balor comes out, then AJ Styles comes out, and I'm like, ooh, triple threat. This is something everybody wants, right? Triple threat. That's what we want on a pay-per-view. I don't know. And then, of course, Seth Rollins weasels his way out, and we have the three-on-three. And then, you know, um, we have we have a person who, you know, appears and attacks Rhea because the Rhea problem is a Rhea problem. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I, I'm at least happy to see that there's something. You know, so she's going to be she's going to it's going to be feeding time like we're feeding me a.m. to Rhea Ripley. And that is it. Like, that's all she's going to be used for. I apologize, me a.m. if you're watching this, but that's it. Like, you're going to fetch Rhea Ripley. This is Rhea's show. Me a.m. This is the first and last time we see her. I think wow. if anything, the next time we see her after Rhea Ripley, choose her up and spits her out. She'll be back down in fucking NXT. That's what I think. Wow. I don't think she brings anything to the table. She didn't bring anything to the table when she was here or an impact. Just not a fan. She's she got a great look and she's tough, but that's what she's gonna be used for, I think, man. And and like then Rhea Ripley backstage, they ask her about Mia Yim. She pretty much tells everyone not an issue. And then who does she run into, Nestle? Belair. Bianca Belair. Which uh, you just immediately just told me. Now I'm not giving a fuck about Mia Yim, and now it's on to Bianca Belair. Like, sure. why even bother? And I kind of uh, this is where I feel bad. Like I shouldn't. But Jesus Christ, like I don't know, and she doesn't fit. She she looked she would look better with Judgment Day. She doesn't fit oh, yeah. EOC. Not not what I was expecting to see for that person that was going to fill the void of the female role in the uh, in the club. Some whatever might, they call some, themselves. Some now. might say she's back for retribution. What the fuck do you mean by that? <laughs> I'm just no, fucking with you. No, I'm just fucking oh, with you because because she was right, in retribution with that fucking mask. She was. Just, I forgot. I'm, I'm okay, just trying to you're fuck right. with you. I'm just trying to. So fuck great. With you. Then you know what? You know what? Nestle. As much as you just pissed me off. Put her with Ali, and I would have been fine with it. Oh, okay. If you could have mixed something in right there, because he needs something. And like you said, you made a great point. Like he's a baby face in the ring, but then he starts talking, and you fucking hate the kid. And I think we were having this discussion about someone else in the thread. I forget who it was, uh, Logan Paul, I think. And same thing. Like, yeah, they need to figure out what they're doing with him. I don't have much left in the shine here, I believe, because there's a lot there that I wanted. I enjoyed. I enjoyed a lot uh, on SmackDown, but we already talked about that. Is there anything that you want to talk about uh, shine-worthy? Shine-worthy. Let's see what we have here. Because for me, oh. she, she, you know. Uh, the shine. No, it was. It was already, sorry, it was already looking ball. So okay. that was my shine and right. just everything he's done up so, until this point and how much of a let's, backbreaker that is. Let's get heady. Let's do okay, it. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All let's right, do man, it. We can't. We got to rip the fucking Band-Aid off. This is the part I've been waiting done. for the whole night. Austin Theory cashing in his money in the bank for the United States title. What? And losing. And losing. They couldn't give the the kid the U.S. title, the NXT title. Like, is that a complete flush job on Austin Theory? Like, is that what we're doing here? I, I don't know. I have no clue. I have no clue what's going on. I think we lost Dom once again. Um, But it's tough because... What do you do? You know, I mean, Austin Theory had a briefcase. He tried to cash in on all sorts of people. He tried to cash in multiple single times. 
but what the fuck are we doing? Like, what are we doing? You know, it's it's tough because you're watching at home, right? And and I have to agree to one of my friends, Atley Green. This is for my boy Atley. I think he put it on Twitter. Nobody misses Vince McMahon more than Austin Theory. And I, I couldn't agree more, Atley, if that was you. What I am so upset about is I just... What you did on Monday by having Austin Theory cash in was you devalued the Money in the Bank briefcase. You made it literally not necessary to have. He already won the United States Championship. Why would he need to use it to cash in? I mean, what would have been so bad? If he was going to lose anyway, why not just have him cash in on Roman at War Games? You know, it's a big, big pay-per-view. Have him lose after even Roman going through War Games. Something, anything. I mean, the fact that you put him through that on Monday made me feel like you didn't have any confidence in, in Austin Theory. You didn't have any, con- like, you just want to get rid of those things that you don't like anymore. It's like you don't want him to be a champion. You don't want him to be the guy. I get that. But you could have just had him lose and be just like a Baron Corbin, a John Cena who cashed in and lost, you know, a Damian Sandow, whatever. It's just... It's a trivial fact. Then he can be the youngest guy to cash in and lose, which I guess he technically is. But I'm just so, I'm so irked. I'm so irked. Oh, wait a minute. Super run-in, perhaps. Do I get a run-in here? Oh, my goodness. Where did Dom go? Dom's gone. We got a a three-way Wow, I apologize. Bring me on the show and all mayhem breaks loose. I apologize. This is outstanding. to see. Great to, great to see a beautiful face. What's happening? I look like I, somebody needed to come in for the save. So I figured, thank why you. Not yeah, me, right? I fucking appreciate you. Know? you. Why not you? <laughs> you got seriously. We can't just we can't just have these people. You know how many people are gonna log they, off if they, they they get on and see literally just Nestle ranting and raving about God knows what? It like? is it is complete amateur hour over here, and that is not Nestle's fault. So I apologize. <laughs> oh man, I'm just out here. I'm playing frisbee with my dog, and all of a sudden I just see Nestle by himself i'm like what what are we doing right now what a save what a save so very quickly i was i was in my i was in my austin theory rant uh i'm curious what you guys think about the fact that he cashed in on the united states championship and lost Uh, i think it devalues the briefcase devalues uh theory in the process but more importantly i think it sets a dangerous precedent for us to not give a shit about money in the bank going forward your thoughts i'll go with ray first I think it sets a dangerous precedent for us to not give a shit about money in the bank as well as not give a shit about Austin Theory anymore. Um, I don't. It does. It didn't make any sense for for me to hit the cash in on on a United States champion. I the more I thought about it, the only reason cashing in on a mid card title would make sense is if you're already locked in and on. A, oh, jeez, here comes trouble. Yeah. <laughs> is if you're already locked on like a solid you know blood feud with a guy and you happen to have the briefcase and you just you know so you want to take the title away from him to you know to, to kind of push that along but he had been, he hadn't really been doing anything with seth rollins so there was really no point so yeah i, I don't understand that at all um it, it doesn't really make sense and yeah i think it, it definitely hurt more than it helped i i love this dom's dom's having some trouble we got ray coming in we got our boy danny this is awesome danny what did you think of this cash in with the briefcase i am curious uh, I, I've still not seen Roy yet, but like I don't think Austin Fury should have anyway. It's only a Vince project, and as soon as Vince left, like he was losing that case somehow. He was never going. He's never going to beat Roman. That was never going to happen. No, but so he's, no, but so he's, so he's, so he's got to give him the cash in on that. You right. got to at least let him. Even if he 
let him fail against Roman. Like, I mean, just good. God. I mean, to lose to Seth Rollins isn't a bad thing either, because obviously Seth Rollins is a tough guy. But it just, yeah, none of it made sense. I look. I, I will say this much. It it makes me feel like why would six people climb a ladder to get this thing? Now, why? Why would you endanger your body? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I think that's still the concept of money in the bank. It, it still makes sense, and it's still it is very important. Um, because again, he he could have he didn't have to cash in on the United States champion. He could cash in on anybody that he wanted. Now, why he you know why he chose like if, you know to keep it like you know we call like why he chose the United States championship over everything else. That's the part that, that doesn't make sense. Like, why are you not going after the top title? And why are you not picking a better uh, better timing or a better opportunity? Like, to hold on to it for this long, to just go after the United States cha- Championship and Seth Rollins, who, you know, is like, I don't know. I just, I said, doesn't, yeah. doesn't make sense. If you're going to risk losing, why would you risk losing it to the, U- the uh, U.S. champion? You might as well lose to the top guy. Right. Right, exactly. It doesn't exactly. make any I mean, sense. I know they teased... They teased the, the, the cash-in in Cardiff, which obviously got interrupted by Tyson Fury, so that was kind of cool. But I just, yeah, none, none of it makes any sense to me. So so is there any anything that you're interested in now with, with Austin Theory? Do you think, like, he's just done? Like, I will go to Danny first. Do you think that he's yeah, done? I'm not really interested in him too much. Like I said to you earlier, I thought he was like a bit of a Vince project to me. Like, just, he hasn't got anything different than anyone else, really. Okay. I don't know where he goes from here, to be honest. Yeah, I I think this guy is going to be destroyed. And and I know I'm gonna piggyback off of like what I think. This was a trifecta on Raw. We could talk about this in general. But so we 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 kind of have the crucification, like I don't say crucification, but the crucifying of, of of the Money in the Bank thing. But we also had Ali get thrown around like a little doll by Lashley. Fwing, you're done, right? And then on top of that. We have Nikki, who wins the 24-7 title, which has been defunct, essentially. Wins it and then throws it almost in the trash. Poop dreams, misses, goes in the floor, whatever. Uh, it seems like we're in a point here, folks, where we have we don't care about uh, Ali. We don't care about Theory. We don't care about the 24-7 championship. It just seemed like this was a raw that it, just everybody who wrote this thing decided to go, fuck it. I don't care what anybody says. Fuck it. We're just starting over. Well, to me, the Ali stuff at least kind of makes sense because I know he's him and him and Lashley were were kind of going at it a little bit back and forth. I mean, obviously, to have Lashley destroy him is is you know makes it a little bit different. But at the same time, like at least that's the story that they're that they're telling. Like Ali is still upset at Lashley. He comes at him, and Lashley just destroys him because Lashley's in this position right now where he's just out to hurt people and he's just out to destroy anybody that's in his way. So to a certain point, at least it made sense. Now, whether or not you liked it, whether or not you felt it was good, is is a personal opinion, but at least in my mind, it made sense. Okay, that's fair. Dom, you you uh, you were still alive over there, bud? I think so. Yeah, I'm just listening. I'll jump in at any point I, <laughs> if I hear because God knows what the fuck's gonna happen. I, Who's no, that? Gonna, dude? I'm gonna call you. House, let's go. <laughs> we got we got we got Jobber. all the buds here today. Let's go. Jobber it's a job we're not gonna, It's like a fucking Brady bunch right now. I know, now. right? I'm so excited. I asked for help, and boom, there we go. Yeah. I got I got the save. Teamwork makes the dream work, fellas. JC is going to be so mad that I have four people talking right now. He's going to go. Yeah, buddy. You know, he's going to be. He's too busy. That kid's, that kid's probably fried from his bachelor weekend. Holy shit. I bet. Oh, please. All right. So anyway. I was, I was stuck in an airplane for like God knows how long. Ah, but you got paid to stick in that airplane, sir. You got paid. That is true. You got paid handsomely on that too. You're so, not wrong there. Yeah. That, <laughs> I, I see that nice house and that dog. 
I wish I had a house. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> oh, I'd say give us a right tour, now. but I don't think anybody else wants to see the tour of your house, but that's okay. Well, anybody that's listening from New England understands what I'm about to say, which is the fact that I've got so many leaves in my yard right now, and I've got such a massive project ahead of me to pick all these up like I do every year. So anybody from New England feels my pain. Uh, one, thing, one thing we didn't talk about, I almost skipped over it because it was an advertisement, and I'm curious everybody's thoughts on this. The World Cup is back. And now no. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Ray Ray go last because I know what he's gonna say, <laughs> because I know Ray. I want Danny or or well, let's do Dom first in case Dom has an issue. Dom. No, I have a great. Okay. It looks like these these commercials they're doing a great job with these commercials with uh that that dude from Made Men. So that's all I wanted to say. Okay. I fucking love it. Okay. Yeah, I think it, I think it's very cool. So, anyway, go ahead. So Danny, you saw World Cup. You're in, you got the international flavor for the Jabberknocker. Were you excited? Do you not care? I don't mind. I've got no problem with it. Just don't bring Shane McMahon back. Oh. I don't want to see oh, that guy. Sorry, Ray. I know you're probably going to like feel over it, but I'm sorry. It wouldn't make sense to have it without him. He won it last time. He's the best in the world. He's got to come back and defend his title. That's all I got to say about that. I, I almost put this in my hope that I was going to have somebody win and then have to challenge Shane McMahon. Because I think exactly. it, it just makes so much sense. Uh, but yeah, it, it's interesting to me because I don't know why they're doing it now. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, hopefully it's all international folks, but oof, it's going to be a rough one. Well, they've been they, they've been advertising a lot of, of like international stuff because like what Shinsuke's doing like something with New Japan, and then I saw somebody else I can't think of who it was though. I thought is also doing something with like either New Japan or one of those. So maybe they maybe they've kind of. A dealer, they've got a good working relationship with some of these. I completely thought you guys were talking to... about something else. Yeah, uh, Shinsuke and Great Muda, they're going to be wrestling for Noah for Noah right. January 1st, and right. that seems like a big deal to me. I mean, me and Conway were kind of talking about this the other night. You got Kyle Anderson on the roster, yep. they're not showing that he's holding a title, but he has a New Japan title in his possession. And I said to Conway, I don't remember that ever happened. I think that's like unprecedented. I could be wrong. But uh, that seems like a big deal, even though they're not making mention of it, that New Japan is saying, okay, you know what? We trust you enough to take this title and go over there with it and be on their show. So, so our, our boy I, Topsy, I thought you guys were talking about something completely different. I apologize. Our boy Topsy said, based on the flags in the promo, it, it might be international talent. I hope he's right. Uh, but What is this? I haven't seen it. It was it was just on SmackDown. It was just like a random before we came I back from break, and I must I I went back and I went wait what the hell was that? So I skipped right through it. Then I'll have know, to check it out. Uh, I'm hearing that the I World think Cup they ran a promo during Crown Jewel as well. Uh, okay, well, I think I don't I can't remember. Well, you were a little bit busy. Head, How the hell would you know? Uh, FIFA starts on 11:20, is what my boy Adam Salzer says over here. Yeah, so that's the football the football World Cup starts soon, so it might like in co collaboration with that. So maybe, well, but but uh, but but don't don't you think there's like weird cross pollination there where like the World Cup's happening? Nobody gives a shit about the WWE World Cup. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's in Qatar. Adam, I'm sorry. It's in Qatar. Adam, WWE loves blood money, so I'll link it all up. It's definitely not the WWE All Atlantic Championship because by the time this is said and done, this is actually something that might mean a little bit of yikes. Uh, you know, something. Oh, you know what? Let's. So has anybody else got any heat? Because I want to get I want to get hopeful. I want to give a comeback, but I also want you guys to talk about AW, and I don't want to go an hour and a half. Oh, so, fuck AEW. There it is. I what? got two no's. AEW? Oh, no. I got to go. I got to go. I got a thing. <laughs> no, yeah. I just, that's fine. Well, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. All right. Bef <laughs> before we leave the heat, is there anything else that you guys absolutely grind your gears that we did not talk about that you're pissed off at? Have you spoke about Cross and Drew yet? 
I and did a terrible, in, terrible I, finish. I did in the, the the crown jewel portion of the program where I was out talking mm. by myself for 20 minutes and then Ray said none of that. So Ray had to come on and help me. <laughs> um, that cage match, that cage match was rough. And my, my only thought was, uh, uh, why does a baby face need to escape? Right? Like, I, I don't know. I just pinfall. That's fine. But when you escape from a cage, yeah. after you've been maced, by the way, I don't know. I didn't understand that. That pissed me off. I don't know. It's it's tough. Anyway, we should get hopeful. You know, since you guys are here, I'm kind of putting you on the spot. But if you if you have a hope, if you'd like to, I, I will entertain all of your your hopes this week. Uh, but it's it's a little rough. Dommy, do you got you got a hope? I kind of got into it earlier. Just that the beast Brock Lesnar comes back and fun loving Brock goes the fuck away. And I want that. I, I don't want him panning in the crowd. I want him coming back, hitting the apron, jumping around like an animal, coming in and wrecking shit because. Um, I, I hate the way that he finished up on Crown Jewel. So that needs to stop. Bring back the beast Brock Lesnar and let's let you know. Okay. Let's do that. Fair enough. I don't know. Without without fun loving cowboy Brock Lesnar, we would have never got that amazing oh. practice spot at SummerSlam. And that's why I loved it. it I, that was, that so was the cool. best Brock Lesnar we've ever got. And I'm so glad we got it, but I think the time is up. Wow. And it's time for mm. old Brock Lesnar to come back. I th- would you say, Rock? <laughs> get Brock involved in war games. Yeah. That's, Whoa, that's Wow. He would beast that. He If he was his own team, like just Brock Lesnar <laughs> was by himself, taking on yeah. five other guys, 10 guys technically. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be Brock and his awesome. tractor. Just, just fucking throwing people around like pizzas, you know, just fucking woo. It'd be great. Fucking great. That'd be wild. Um, so be like I, Brock did, versus like Ali, Mysterio. Uh, <laughs> The combined, the the combined cage, weight literally. of the five guys has to be the combined weight of Brock Lesnar. That'd be great. So it just it is it's too much. Um, so I will I will defer to Ray or Danny. Do either of you have a hope that you would like to incorporate into the dictation show? Excuse me. No, just like I say, just the Brock Survivor Series in the War Games for me. Okay. For anything I can yeah. think of at the moment. Okay. Ray, got anything? Something I've always I've kind of had in the back of my mind for a while now, honestly. And it's interesting because they think, you know, I know that we don't want it. We don't usually acknowledge, obviously, the dirt sheets and stuff, but a few people have been talking about how supposedly there's a rumor out there that Triple H has an idea of who he wants to dethrone Roman for that undisputed championship. And um, for me, in the back of my mind, I've always thought like, and I've always wished it would have been more of like a younger, uh, like incoming talent. Um, And while I can't say I have anybody specific off the top of my head, Look, I know Cody Rhodes would be a great moment, but for me, I just, I don't know. Like, he's already, he's an established guy. He's a veteran. He's obviously been around. I know he's kind of new back to the WWE, but he's more of an established I would rather it go to, you know, somebody somebody that's kind of younger, somebody, that, somebody that's kind of up and coming, somebody that can use it. Um, you know, kind of like the complaint I think we had going back to Brock Lesnar, which was like him being the one to end the Undertaker streak and the fact that a lot of people – when that happened, the biggest gripe was that, you know, Lesnar's already this like big time established guy. It should have went to a younger up and coming talent, somebody, you know, like a maybe like a Bray Wyatt at the time or, um, like, you know, an Aleister Black if we had waited like a little bit longer or something like that. So um, that's just something I've always kind of I've, I've been personally kind of thinking about for a while when people have had the discussions about who should dethrone Roman and who should take that title off of him. Um, yeah, for me, like I said, I think it needs to go to somebody. Um, somebody younger and, and, and kind of up and coming. Wait, wait, who do you have anyone? Do you have anyone in mind? 
I don't yeah. give it. You can't give us all that. Not give us a tell. That was not. Give us that was not even hope. That was just. That was him spewing for two minutes about nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, it wasn't. That, that was such a great build up. Well, you you have nothing. Money, right. Look, Nestle. like I said, I haven't Nestle. been able. Just, I know it's tough because he just got buried, but I think like somebody like an Austin Theory would have been would 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 have been a great would have been a great pick. You know what I mean? Like you are a young terrible. Guy who's, you gave who's all that build up, up, and that was a fart at the end. That was a hey, fart. I have to come rolling in here and save this podcast from you babbling on and bitching moaning about God knows what. To be fair, you did come in, then Danny came time? in, then Dom came back, so you get one third exactly. the credit. One thirty-three and a third percent. I'm not prepared. I don't have any notes. I haven't done any thought whatsoever. It's not I'm, like you've I, seen I logged any in. Any of the shows. I, I logged in to just enjoy a nice podcast, and instead, I got a full screen of your mug just sitting there <laughs> spewing away at everything that you hate in the world and all the fun things that you probably didn't enjoy this week on Raw and SmackDown. Okay. And now you're going to sit here and give me a hard time because I can't come up with who should dethrone Roman Reigns off the top of my head. Okay. Oh my like, God. right. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm hearing a lot of hearing a lot of wham A guy like Gunther, Gunther would be great. I think a guy like Gunther would also be great. And he's been, he's been killing it. The only thing with him is, is he's such a big heel. Like, you know, I think he, it's gotta be like that baby face win. Now, could he get the cheers? I mean, absolutely. But, all right, um, let's move on. Let's move on. Well, I, I gave you a lot of shit, but let's move on. All right. My hope very quickly, cause I can be concise. Unlike Ray is that on what we've decided last night on Monday was that Nikki Cross is part of the women's war games match. Belair needs to clearly it is going to be Sasha and Naomi. We can all agree it's in Boston. The boss will get the biggest reaction. It'll be a big moment. I say you save it to Survivor Series. Do not, do not, under any circumstances, give it to us before Survivor Series. Let us wait. Simmer on it. Let's do it. And then, of course, boom. There they are. And Sasha Banks turns on her babyface team to join damage control because that's the shot in the arm we need. We need some type of adrenaline here because damage control is basically a wet fart. Adding Nikki Cross does nothing, uh, in my opinion. So having maybe maybe even Naomi's fine too, but I think Sasha and Bailey have that connection, and that's what I want. That's what I want. Give it to me. That's what I want. Damn it! I'm trying to sit here and be mad at you about everything, and you come up with a great hope like that. I don't even. Yeah, know I mean, well, that's what happens when you're prepared. When you're prepared, and you're not like. <laughs> The poor you, you have a pergola, by the way. Is that a pergola behind you? A what? A pergola. What Do you know what a pergola, pergola is? The top of the roof, I don't even silly. Know what... Oh, it's that fancy. thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just the, the, the roof of my porch. What do you want me to tell you? Yeah. I'm outside. Yeah, I'm outside. I'm outually I'm actually pretty depressed right now because the reason I'm outside is because I'm putting away all my Halloween decorations. Well, we know so... that Halloween's very important to Ray. We know that. We know that Ray know. loves it's Halloween. It's absolutely brutal. By the way, Ray, skelly you, and, going you and I don't agree yeah. on a lot, Ray. But we both love Chucky, and we both love that JC hates talking dolls. So we'll forever have that bond. And I'm I'm gonna That's ship fantastic. him. I'm gonna ship him a good guy doll one of these days. That's all. You know what we should do? We know what we should do is we should we should kidnap him next year because I don't know if you saw, but Universal Studios announced their first haunted house for next year's Halloween Horror Nights, and it's a Chucky thing. Ooh, I like we that. Sh we should we should we should get John Bernacker on the road and, uh, and head down there and force him to go through that house. This this was this has been a, a banner day. <laughs> Dommy was supposed to take over. Uh, obviously he's having issues. You guys step in and help. This is great. Uh, besides JC in a pool, I think this is a, a banner day to have quite a foursome <laughs> right now. This is I'm, wait, good. I'm waiting for him to log in from the pool again, but I don't know if <laughs> yeah. it's happening. Fuck, fuck JC. No. Oh. 
What a heel. What a heel. Okay. So you know what? Fuck that guy. It's time for our comeback. I, I'm curious. You guys have – I know I, I'm putting you on the spot. But is there anybody that you would give your comeback to this week? Oh. Uh. You both said yeah, me I mean, a yim. Give me a goddamn break. I'm I mean, not fine. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'm but... All right, look, look, look. Mia Yim isn't the person that's going to assert herself into the situation that's going to get rid of Rhea Ripley. You can both agree with me on that, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I can see see what you're saying, but I mean, I don't know. I'm willing to give her a chance. She literally just showed up this week. We haven't even seen much of her, so. You gotta, you gotta give just, it a chance. Man. I'm just, you gotta let things play out. I can't. I can't do this. I, I. I don't understand how Mia Yim is going to really take care of Rhea Ripley. You know what I mean? So that just. That's my two cents. That's my two cents. She handled her pretty well on Monday night. So yeah, because that was her debut. Anybody yeah. looks good in their debut. Well, we'll see what happens next week. I guess you never know. Oh. She whoops her ass again next week. You're gonna look like quite the idiot. And when they win, they win at war games. You're gonna look. Well, even yeah, dumber. the OC has to win at war games. We've already discussed that the Judgment Day <laughs> are jobbers to the stars. They always lose oh. in the big moments. It is what it is. Come on. And the we'll Judgment see. Day is missing we'll an see. E in their name. How do I take them seriously if they're grammatically incorrect? Come on. <laughs> Copyright aside. Yeah, that's a good. Aside. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I was gonna give. That's my thing we don't have Joe here. That's all. You can ask Leo now. Some of a wrestling brain. Ask him. Leo, thank you for being on the program. Do you enjoy Mia Yim? And is Mia Yim going to get rid of Rhea Ripley? Yes or no? No. See? He's smart. He knows. <laughs> Dapper young man, too. Look at that suit jacket. It's way better than mine. Uh, right? Like, side by side comparison. Is that, is that just an everyday jacket, or are you going somewhere? No, it's a high school jacket. That's a school jacket? <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, to wear a blazer for school. That's awesome. I'm sure he doesn't like wearing it, but that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Very nice. Anyway, Very so nice. Mia Good Yim, stuff. again, Mia Yim, not a big factor, but it is what it is. My, my comeback is going to go to guess who? Johnny Gargano for having the best segment of the week. <laughs> oh, get With that here. private investigator uh, moment on Raw, probably the worst segment, I think, besides the three we talked about. Uh, do you guys like the Johnny Gargano miss thing? Is it is it good? Because I'm not enjoying this at all. It's filler. No, it's not yeah, just filler. It's awful. It's just filler. For me, I think it's been kind of hit or hit or miss, like on any given week. Because I know there's been some weeks that I I have really enjoyed it, and then others where I'm just kind of like, all right, they're just they're just pushing it along at this point. So, like the week, what was it? Uh, like a week or two weeks ago, when the Miz kind of faked uh, slipping in the in the back area, and then uh, Gargano kind of called him out, and then like fooled him into jumping up, and he was supposed to have a match and all that. Like, like that, I thought was really good. I thought that was interesting. I thought it was a good way to kind of weave that story throughout the night. Um, but yeah, I mean the stuff this week and I what did he come out with like a universal remote that like somehow worked on like the Tron like <laughs> that kind of stuff I thought I thought that was kind of weird like seemed to kind of be out of nowhere but uh you know other than that like I said I think it's kind of hit or miss no I get you I get you but look Johnny Gargano I I, I you know jokingly gave him my comeback I did like I did like that they tried but I feel like we talked about last week where you know you had this moment you know that you thought was really cool like is are you telling the truth are you telling the truth we get this weird payoff Right. And now now we're getting in the situation where it's like he's got the universal remote to the Titantron, rewinding things, fast forwarding things. And it's just it makes the Miz look bad, even though the Miz can't really look bad. Right. But then I feel like Johnny Gargano, this is his first outing. To me, I feel like you need to do something really good for him. So, yeah, yeah, no, I agree. That's what, like I said, I think it's, it's been kind of 
My boy and Adam Salzer said, my boy, my boy Adam Salzer, oh, excuse me, said he enjoyed Gargano playing all the parts in the dramatic reenactment. Yeah, well, that was last week, Adam. This week was terrible. Terrible. The whole seg. <laughs> Raw would needed a, a, a rewrite, in my opinion. I thought Raw across the board mostly was just the drizzling craps just everywhere. Yeah, it, it seemed that way. And I think they were, I know a lot of people were not pleased with the live crowd, which they were in Wilkes Bear, I believe. Leave it so, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah, well, Wilkes Bear is not the not the biggest city in the world either. So who knows what, what kind of population they got out there? But um, I know a lot of people weren't happy with the, with the live crowd because, like, even the stuff that was kind of good and even the stuff that was entertaining, they just they weren't reacting to either. So and it was because they were coming off of Crown Jewel, which I know a lot of people said they thought that the Crown Jewel crowd was was really was really hot and seemed to really be enjoying the night. So it's tricky. You can't, it was it was, it was a bad crowd. It was a very bad crowd for Monday night. Yeah. It, it made it I made everything it. flat, and it doesn't help yeah. at home. So, Dom, uh, I gave my comeback to Johnny Gargano sarcastically. Uh, would you, do you have yeah. a comeback that you would like to talk about? Uh, we're probably not going to have enough time to get into it. But uh, Rampage as a whole, awesome show. The way they set up everything coming into full gear, I thought they did a great job. I don't watch Rampage a lot. I haven't watched it in probably a month live. Maybe I was paying close attention to it because I knew I was doing this. But um, the way they set up things heading into full gear for, like, the undercard shit with Jericho and the four-way dance for the ROH title, even though, like I said to you earlier, probably going to be the drizzling shits. They made everything make sense, and now we're wondering who's going to fall apart first, JAS or uh, Blackpool Combat Club. I know at the end of the day, no one really gives a shit, but um, at least they made it interesting in the backstage promos and how it all came together. It didn't sound like a giant fucking mess for once when putting a match together like that. Uh, even the stuff with Hater and Britt Baker, as much as I could care less about the both of them. They did a good job of explaining what's going on and what might happen down the roads to keep an eye on. So they didn't do it AEW style where it was where it was fucking messy. You're like, what? What the fuck? Why is all this happening right now? Like they did a good job at explaining it. Transition. As we talk in the business, no transitions when it comes to AEW. It's just fucking boom, on to the next fucking thing. Right, exactly. I feel like rampage rampage transitioned smoothly, I guess, in a uh, you know shorter format. I can't so believe you. That, that's my comeback. I, you here's the thing. We've always discussed this. Rampage AEW, well AEW uh, Dynamite less, but Rampage more. There's like always one thing I want to see, and then 400 things I don't give a shit about. Right, and, and now they're making those me. things you don't give a shit about. They're at least making it interesting. They're, now, Ray, they're, they're putting some emphasis on. Ray, I know you're boiling because we're talking about AW and a comeback here, but how do you sorry feel? About that, Ray. Would you ever? I'm would sorry. you ever voluntarily watch AEW or AEW Rampage? Voluntarily. Well, first of all, I just I'm trying to figure out how you're going to scream at me and Danny for giving our comebacks to Mia Yim, and and Dom gave his comeback to a television show that's on every week. And yet somehow you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna applaud that and say, hey, great comeback, pal, pal, good job. This is called good reasoning. It's called good reasoning. It's called logical reasoning, Ray. Logical. Mia Yim came back after not being in WWE for months, almost a year. All right. She almost sucks as much as Bitcoin Boy Vega and fucking Braun Breaker. Get them all out of my face. Get them off my TV. Yeah, Nestle, you fucking Von Wagner out. I don't want to see Braun Breaker anywhere in my TV on Tuesday nights. I don't. I'm fucking done. The so turbo shot has kicked in. <laughs> you're going to give your comeback to a television show that's been on this entire time because they had they one did, good episode. Because they did a great they did year a that they've been on. So yeah. my boy said, they did a better job than Raw this, job than Raw this Welcome week. Back, my, all right, time out, time out. I got, I got two be your kids. Comeback. I should, they should be like their debut. Hold on. Debut. Hold on. I'm going to mute both of you in a second if you don't knock it off. I am a dad through and through. I will turn this podcast around. All right, my boy Adam Salzer says, well, the proper response when someone asks, did you watch Rampage is, why would I? That's his response. 
why would I watch Rampage? It's at 10 o'clock at night when SmackDown's already happened. I've already got my two-hour fix. It's a tough, tough market, especially when you've got random people I don't give a shit about. But anyway, that's called a segment. If it wasn't for coming on the show, I wouldn't watch it. And it's a transition, as we call in the biz, because now we're in the big old finish. We might as well start with AEW because Ray's here, and I want to see if him get a little upset about stuff. AEW <laughs> this week, folks. Are you excited for AEW? Let's check a look. This week on AEW, you have... The acclaimed and FTR taking on Swerve in Our Glory and Austin and Colton Gunn in an eight-man tag. That's right, folks, an eight-man tag. Ray has gone away, if you can't see, if you're only listening. Oh Ray has blacked out his screen because we're talking about AEW. Uh, I don't care about anything. I love that we can't see you. <laughs> so AEW has an eight-man tag starting off hot. Nobody cares. All right, moving on. Uh, we have Ethan Page versus Eddie Kingston in a world title Love eliminator. They've never described to me what an eliminator is. But Why is this tournament it. here? Uh, what? You know where they you know where they explain it to you on Rampage. Watch it. <laughs> no thanks. No, I don't think. No, the eliminator is not the championship. So they're what they call it's a number one contender. It's a number, it's one, just contender. A number one contender match. And I, this is in my notes. I don't different to make it seem more important than it is because that's and why all was Moxley. Gimmicks. And why was Moxley in the match? Why was he in the tournament? Oh, like, who knows? I, I don't know. I know. I, I didn't understand. Like I said, I know. The Moving. reason is the shit. Okay. Oh, well, and they're running another tournament. Yeah, they're running a whole other tournament. Didn't they just have a tournament last month? Now we're doing another Loves tournament. Well, I mean, running term tournaments isn't all. For shit. He, can't he doesn't, but he also had CM Punk destroy fucking everything. They had to run, what, two tournaments because of this guy? Uh, and then and, and Adam Hammag Page is nowhere to be found, the savior of AEW, the biggest fucking baby face on the roster, and get pulled from fucking TV. That's brilliant. That's fucking brilliant, Tony. Well, is he still nursing? Is he still nursing? Isn't he hurt? He is hurt. Just put him on TV. He's still Just hurt. let him know he exists. Eh, good point. I did not expect this much uh, talking about AEW. Oh my god! All and uh, Salzer says all tournament wrestling is what they should be called. <laughs> so, yes. uh, I agree with Salzer. Uh, let's put up another title. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, so look, I'll also a JC special. By the way, Sky Blue taking on Jamie Hader. I don't think there's anybody that can complain about that, especially JC. So no, sir. So we're gonna all move on. Sky Blue's, Sky Blue's on my TV. I'm watching. And finally, yeah, with the, with the volume off. And finally, Bray, sorry, not Bray White. Brian Danielson taking on Sammy Gravara in a two out of three falls match. Do you care? Is it a waste of your time? Is wrestling really that big of a draw? I doubt it. It's not. Is Sammy Guevara that big of a draw to be in the two, two out of three falls and be a main event on this show? He's not. Get him the fuck out. I mean, why is my question? Like, why? Like, why? Like, what's the point? Why are we doing it? You know? He said he wants to prove that without a shadow of a doubt that he can beat Daniel, Bra Daniel Brian, Brian, Brian Danielson. Danielson. Thank you. Uh, so he wants to do it twice in one night. That was his reasoning. Oh, great. What, well, a, what, a hair, what a hair-brained idea that is. All right. Yeah, so uh, I, I think I may have missed. Oh, there's a Dr. Britt Baker and uh, Soraya uh, promo, which I assume she'll say she's actually cleared as we all kind of cringe and our assholes pucker up and tighten because we're worried about her, her health. Hopefully she's going to be I bet okay. one of them calls the other one a bitch. And then they start a fight. <laughs> I Yay. bet that's what happens. AW loves promoting people that have bad like health, like Shibata. They made the Shibata versus Orange Cassidy match immediately uncomfortable by talking about how like if he gets one bad strike to the head, he's pretty much fucking done. Well, thank thank you for laying that out before the match even starts. And now I'm ridiculously nervous watching this kid in the ring because they had a hemotobe in his fucking head. Then not almost ended his career, almost ended his fucking life. And then you mention it seconds before the bell rings. 
So now I'm terrified yeah. watching. This so game. now it's now yeah. it's not all tournament wrestling. It's all anxiety wrestling. Uh, seriously, like, what the fuck are we doing? I don't but know. they're doing it with Soraya too, so that's a good point. It's it's tough. Uh, so obviously nobody cares about uh, Wednesday. It seems Wednesdays are for not the boys. I, I mean, guess it'll it's be in for... Boston. It's in Boston. So I mean, are you guys going? going? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. If if the if the ticket price is right, I'll slide in. But right now they're yeah. like seventy bucks for balcony. I am not fucking doing that. Right? Have you I'll ever have you ever been asked to work an AEW event? No, okay. no, not yet. At least I do know some people. But I do know a few people that are working. I know a few people that are going. Actually, I did get an I did get an invite to go to the show. Um, but I'm only I'm home for like two days this week, and uh, if okay. I bail on one of those days to go watch wrestling, my wife might just murder me. That's yeah, fair. That's, so, fair. that's, that's fair. fair. That's fair. Yeah. She watches nothing but true crime documentaries. By 100% no, she could do it, and she will get away with it because she knows exactly what to do and what not. <laughs> that's a fucking terrifying thought. I, I gotta be careful. I would love to have a conversation <laughs> with your wife about Dexter, the show Dexter, and if she thinks that dumping a uh, dead body in the fucking what is it the the little like canal. Gets rid of bodies. Like, yeah. come on, come on. Right, what, a, what a what a terrible writing device that was. But whatever. That's beside the point. Um, we're going to enjoyed it though. Dexter was a good show. Very quickly, it was a good show. Very quickly, Adam Nessel, the person, and Nestlemania is excited. We're going to go to NXT now because there is a Grayson Waller effect. Get excited for this, folks. Braun yeah. Breaker talking to his new challenger. Von Wagner. That's right, folks. Your worst nightmares have come true. That means the Von Wagon could be next. Could be the next NXT champion. And I will be insufferable. Insufferable if that happens. I can already tell you. I'm going to stop watching NXT if that happens. I'm going to stop. Completely <laughs> what is stop so bad NXT? about the wagon? He he brings fuck. He's gotten better. I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. In the ring, he's gotten better. What what do what do Von Wagner and Braun Breaker bring to the main event picture in NXT? What other than me want to change the fucking channel every time I see their face? What if, what if it's every a triple time, threat match though? What if what if Waller gets Who's involved? Third? Okay, so now you're telling me. Just like this show, the Waller effect. He is the only reason I am going to watch these two guys. So that means Grayson Waller is your next NXT champ. If he's making them important, then he's the factor, not these two guys. Okay. I just, I got, I think I just, you guys should all I get on the wagon. Listen, listen, listen. I just, I like Stone. Know. Listen, I don't, I, like Stone. I don't like Stone, but that's, I know. that's a whole other it's, thing. I understand, right. Yeah, like, as a character, that. I like, yeah. I understand. As a character, I like Stone. Va he said, he, Salzer, I will disown you. I can kick you out of this chat. He called him Jan Wagner. Jan Wagner. <laughs> I fucking love that. I hate you. What are you um, doing to me, nobody, Salzer? Nobody's, nobody's getting on your wagon, Nestle. Nobody cares. Uh, yeah, Fine. You're all getting dysentery. Brutal. That's what I say. I mean, you, get, on my wagon. you get a couple monsters. What, are we on the Oregon Trail? Yeah. <laughs> that was an Oregon Trail Good reference. God. JC wouldn't have gotten that. Thank God I got the old folks in here with me that know that one. They yep. played that game. I'm dating That's ourselves, right. of course. Dude. All right, yeah, and, and finally, and, and finally, we have uh, you know uh, Carter and Chance defending their titles against Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. Round two. Uh, Does anybody nice. care? I don't know. I care. Not about. Not about. Um, sorry, good. Right. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've enjoyed Kate, Casey, and Kate um, yes. this whole time. I was glad that they won the championships. Um, obviously, Nikita Lyons is uh, she's something. <laughs> so, I don't care know. about Zoe Stock. That's what hurts all of this. Yeah, Zoe so, Stock's yeah. terrible. I mean, I so I'm, I'm with Ray on that. Like the three out of the four, I love, but Zoe yeah. Stock brings it down that much, so much for me that even when it does branch off into her and Nikita, I don't give a shit. 
Another one that brings nothing to the fucking table ever. Well, I mean, it's different strokes for different folks. So we're, we're all on Team Nikita, and then Guthrie's on Zoe Starks. You know what I mean? That means everybody's watching, and everybody's, That's true. everybody's invested. So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I got nothing wrong with Zoe Starks, but, yeah, I do hope that this leads to, obviously, uh, first of all, like, no more matches between with, with these four women, and then hopefully right. a potential one of them turns on the other, we break up Nikita and Zoe Starks, and we move on from that to something Bang. else as well. Zoe so. Starks does nothing for Perfect me. 10, I, right? I think I think she's just she's just so generic. Just generic enough. That's what it is. Very generic. All right. So I think we're good. Uh, at least we did the best we could without him. I assume next week JC will give me all sorts of nonsense because I had to have Ray help me, Danny help me, and Dommy. We got to get you I better internet, internet connection, my man. I, I'm telling you, man. I, I literally, do you think I'm joking? Watch. The fucking studio is coming. I don't give a fuck how much it costs because I am done with this. We got some dial up over there? Dude, <laughs> it feels like it. Like the Verizon router is like probably came with the host in 1987. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Somebody, like, it's a did somebody pick up the phone and kicked you off the internet? <laughs> <What happened? laughs> Mama, shut the phone up. 56K is what we're going to call him from now on. 56K dial up. All right. <laughs> On that note, thank you boys for jumping in and helping an old man uh, get through an hour thank of wrestling you guys, talk. You guys have been awesome. You. I appreciate it. Uh, we will be back next week with more Jobber Knockery. <laughs>